Hello, 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 Slay Queens. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Come on into the room. Come on into the Slay Queendom. This is your Slay Coach, your Slay Queen, Rochelle Hemingway. And this is the hashtag Slay to Success show. So come on in, and when you do come in, please let me know where you're tuning in from. Please let me know, right? So we can have a little chit chat. So I can give you a shout out and just tell you the amazing things that I'm seeing you doing, because you know me, I am tracking all kinds of things on Facebook and Instagrams and LinkedIn, and I am just in awe. I am in awe of the people that are on my feed because so many of us are doing the thing. We are doing it out here. We are making things happen, happen and we're mindfully doing that. So again, come on in, come on in. This is the hashtag Slay to Success Show and this is your queen, your Slay Queen, Rochelle Hemingway. And here is where we talk about all the things all the things that have to do with the sleigh. And that means to kill it, to dominate it, and to nail it, to impress greatly, and to be on point. This is what the slave kingdom looks like, right? When we are doing all those things, but we're mindfully, hey, Sharice, got my little pretties on. All right, anyone's looking for some jewelry? Sharice is your girl. Just let her know, hey Bev, welcome on in, welcome on in. Ladies, the, today was beautiful, absolutely beautiful outside here in the DMV area. I don't know what it's been like in your area, in your neck of the woods, but believe me, when I had seen 70 plus, hey beautiful, when I had seen 70 plus and I could feel it in the air, I'm just, my whole mood has shifted. Because, you know, I do not like cold, y'all. I absolutely can't take it. And now that I see that the warm weather is coming, I am so ready to get out here and just do it, right? But here it is tonight. This is the hashtag Slay to Success show. And I hope all is well. And if you're coming in on the replay, I say welcome on in. Make sure you put hashtag replay on in here. And tonight, tonight's discussion is about the 2190 rule. It's the 2190 rule, which means literally, right, that it takes 21 days to create a habit. This is what experts are saying. That's not nothing that Rochelle is saying, all right? This is what the experts say. 21 days to create a good habit, right? And 90 days to go ahead and transmit that into uh, making it part of your lifestyle, making it part of your lifestyle. Now, I know sometimes we all go like 21 days. That's a long time. 21 days is like three weeks, right? But in, in essence, when you kind of look at it, it is a small time, right? It's a small period of time for you to literally change a bad habit into a good habit. And then 90 days, three months, y'all, three months to create a lifestyle, a lifestyle. 
And we got that time, y'all. We just have to have the commitment and the desire and the determination to do the things that we need to to change it into a good habit. So like I was saying in my post earlier, there was a cosmetic surgeon by his name was called uh, his name was Dr. Maxwell Mouse. I always get these names and I just chop them all up, but that's what I think it's pronounced like. And he wrote this book, Hey Teresa, Hey Tara. He wrote this book called Psycho Cybernetics, and it's a new way to get more living out of life. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, that's what I'm trying to do, right? I'm trying to get all I can out of this life. All I can to get out of this life. And so we have to put the things in motion. We have to put the work in. I know I got to put the work in, right? And so 21 days of practice for an old mental image, something that was sitting in your head that's old and outdated and just looking a hot mess, right? We don't want that kind of thing anymore. We don't want it, all right? We need to get a new way, a new look. We need to have that update, that refresh, all right? And what we're going to do tonight is we're going to talk a little bit about all of that. And then you guys are going to put it in the comments, right? When you say, like, if I say something that's good in your ears and stuff like that, you just make a comment and let me know that you're here. But I know the 2190 rule is difficult, okay? Because you're saying to yourself, I'm going to start stopping something that I have been doing for a long time, right? I know it's difficult, but I'm telling you, it's not impossible. It is possible, right? And so we have to make it happen. And the ways that we have to do that is number one, we got to identify the habits that we want to change. So let's talk about these habits, y'all. All right, because I'm constantly kind of like sugarcoating, all right, beating around the bush a little bit about these habits. But tonight, I'm going direct. I'm going straight in, all right? Because we got to get true with this and we got to figure out how we're going to change these habits. So there's some common bad habits that research, research, all right, not, not Rochelle again, research has said these are the top 10 most common bad habits, all right? Number one is skimping on sleep, all right? I don't know how many times I heard somebody say, well, I got three hours, four hours of sleep and bragging about it. All right, they going in talking about how they, you know, oh, I, that's all I need to function. That's all I need to feel good. You know, all these things. Hey, Crystal, you know, they all these things. And I'm like, well, that's not good because I know from everything that I'm reading, it says at least seven to eight hours of sleep. All right, because I know people who have gotten sick. All right, they have gotten sick for not having enough sleep or they're unable to focus, okay? They're unable to focus because, you know, sleep is critical for being the best versions of ourselves, to showing up in our best versions of ourselves. So we should never be bragging when we say, oh, we got like two hours of sleep because I was up all night working on a project. Well, 
unless you going back to sleep and trying to get that eight hours, but sleep doesn't work like that. You just don't catch up on sleep like that. You gotta be able to function and get the sleep that you need on a regular basis. So skimping on sleep can also cause things like depression and chronic diseases, right? I have, I've seen people who are so low, right? And they are just, you know, beating themselves up or they're in a slump, they're stuck. Hey, Trina, and they cannot move, right? Hey, Chevy, they cannot move. And so what I'm trying to tell everybody is when you got a bad habit, like skimping on sleep, and then you going around bragging about how great it is that you can function on two to three sleep, two to three hours of sleep. I'm going to challenge you because I'm probably going to say to you, you're probably not functioning at your best. All right. Because some someday you're just going to feel like you're you're just going to be a bag of crap. Right. And bags under your eyes. It don't look good. Headaches. That's right. I can't function with, you know, no less than seven hours of sleep. Now, my husband, he wears a CPAP machine. So all y'all out here who got partners and spouses and loved ones who you know um, are in your bed <laughs> and they got a CPAP machine, right? And so and he he keeps me up if he don't have that CPAP machine. So I'm on the ready, y'all. I'm always on the ready. I'm like, hey, I'm going to need you to put that CPAP machine on because I don't need you snoring in my ear tonight, okay? I'm trying to get sleep and I know you want sleep. But we have to like monitor ourselves, right? We have to make sure that we both get in sleep because we got a 12-year-old son and he sees us around here crabby and everything else. I have sleep apnea. Yep, Mr. Two has a CPAP machine. Yeah, they just be giving these CPAP machines away, but they are so vital. <laughs> I'm so vital <laughs> because, hey, Takutria, because I just don't know or understand why people feel like they can get less than seven, eight hours of sleep and still function. So... That is one of the most common bad habits out there is skipping on sleep. Another bad habit is giving your phone a priority, all right? Okay, so I'm learning as I'm in retirement mode, I've got all kinds of time on my hands, all right? More time than I really should have, okay? And sometimes I'm on my social media platforms because I am posting all the things. But when it comes to the night, I had to change my habits, y'all, because at nighttime, all the lights were on, all the dinging was going on, all these alarm bells. And again, my husband, he was like, what, what is all of that for? And I was like tuning into everything and it's past, you know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock, which is a no-go for me because anybody who knows me, I'm in the bed early. So I had to shut my phone off. Like I literally shut it off and I turn it back on when I get up in the morning. But we we are giving ourselves the, the phones these priorities and we need to make sure that we're not doing that because the average person. So the research says out here, y'all, the average person spends about four hours a day on their phone. And in one year's time span, right, that could be. 56 days of your life that you on there scrolling and, and looking up mindlessly and you don't know what you've been looking at. And I'm telling you, you're not having no real conversations, okay? You're not having doing any impactful work. You're not learning and you're not growing, okay? And you're definitely not nourishing your soul. 
if you out there on your phone 24 7 trying to look up everything now you said tara my phone is always on mute i never hear anything i hate the phone <laughs> Right, I'm still getting used to my... Oh, Tara said, I'm still getting used to your machine, right? Hashtag true talk. This is true talk, y'all. Let me tell you, there is so much going on social media. I try my best to keep up on everybody. I'm the person who'd be like, you know, happy birthday to your daughter. Happy birthday to your dog. You know, congratulations here. Happy anniversary there. I'm really trying my best to keep up. But some days I just be like, I can't. I, I can't do it, all right? So... You know, we just have to be mindful. We just got to put those phones away sometimes, right? And throughout the day, gives us some time to like just turn the brain off from social medias. Okay, the next thing that um, we have a bad habit of doing is going to the store unprepared. I'm talking about the grocery store, y'all. Okay, when people go to the grocery store, and I see it all the time. You know how people are just picking up mindlessly things on the shelves. My hubby hates because I never answer when he calls. I only check my phone when I feel like it. He gets mad when he can't. <laughs> right? He can't get a hold of me. Hey, you know what? I, I was that person when I was uh, active duty. Y'all could never really get a hold of me. I mean, somebody would be like, I tried to call you like two days ago. I'll be like, oh, you did? Oh, I'm sorry, because I had two phones, okay? I've had two phones for the last, like, 10 years of my career, and I was like, I can't even keep up on these phones. I got my phone and the other phone, right? So, but when I was, the next habit I was going into was about going to the store unprepared. Going to the store unprepared. That is a good, that is a bad habit to do, y'all, all right? Because not only will your bill be probably twice as much. Yep, I was. I was a shirt too. Yep. And so not only is your bill going to be high, all right, more than you thought, but look at your overall health, all right? Look at your overall health. What you have in your house, you're going to eat. Don't tell me, okay, unless you've got the self-discipline of, you know, of a, a monk, <laughs> Right, unless you got their type of self discipline, um, you going out there and buying all this stuff, yep. Yeah, and you're right, these groceries have doubled, doubled down, y'all. Them groceries, I am not ever seeing a bill for our groceries. No, literally, last week, $300, and it's just me, Dominique, and AJ up in here, $300. And my husband's like, dang. I was like, well, I, and we had the commissary shopping. So it don't matter where you're going anymore. It's the prices are just extremely high. But when we don't go in there prepared, like having a list, okay, and sticking to it or having a snack before you go. My hubby told my son, we're going to eat like we poor. Dang. <laughs> I think we all going to be at that point sooner or later. I mean, because if they don't get a handle of this inflation going on right now with the groceries and the gas, I don't know what's going to happen out here. But I'm telling you, let's not go into these grocery stores unprepared. All right. Now more than ever. Right. Because the groceries are high. But don't go in there unprepared. All right. Because when you buying all the chips, when you buying all the cookies, you buying all that ice cream and you're dooming yourself from the start, y'all. And that's called self-sabotage. 
self-sabotage. You already going in there buying the stuff that you ain't supposed to be eating. Three Benjamins, uh, ramens have double two. Really? Dang. Even the college kids can't even eat right nowadays, right? Because they ramen should be only costing. I remember ramen noodles cost like a less than a dollar. When I think that was when I came in, right? Because I was on ramen noodles for the per first like couple of years of my military career. When I was, you know, in the dorms and I wanted to eat something outside of the chow hall food. But goodness gracious, you know, that they, they double. But anyways. We cannot go in these grocery stores without this plan. Hey, Mary, they used to be 10 cents each. Oh, that's 10 cents. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know why I said dollar. I'm trying to up a price when it was only 10 cents. Wait, we got to plan our trips out there. I remember 20 cents, now like 50 cents or 100. Hey, y'all giving me love today. I love it. Hey, Veronica, how are you tonight? Y'all coming in here? All right, so the next bad habit that I know happens a lot, especially since I've retired, right, is watching this news, okay? When we start watching the news nonstop, that's a bad habit, y'all. You know why? Because news is made to be negative. Let me just put out that announcement. It's a public service announcement. The news is made. They they design the news to be negative. What is the first things that you hear when the news come on? Like at, at six o'clock at night. What's the first thing they talk about? All the bad stuff. People who got shot, right? People who, you know, like embezzled money. The war. The pandemic. You know, they never start out with nothing good. It's always bad, 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 bad. And it hits you hard. And the folks that are listening went to jail. That's right. All right. Death, destruction, natural disasters. It's on there. Okay. And that's what they love for folks to look. Doom and gloom. And you know, doom and gloom draws people in. I'm not, I'm not sure why that happens. It's like a psychological thing, right? It's the doom and gloom. Drugs. That's right. They all, you, they just, you consume me with a large amount of negativity. It's like the roof is on fire, right? All day, every day. Turn on the news, it's on fire. And then you wasting a ton of time watching the news. So my husband, he be watching the news and he be trying to fill me in on stuff, y'all. And I just like, shut it down. <coughs> I don't need to hear it. I don't need to know. It's like, I'm driving along and he's going to call me and talking about, hey, you need to watch it. They got like a, a, a accident that just happened on the side of the road and, you know, that backup traffic and stuff like that. I was like, OK, right. But I let me see it first because it's basically media gossip. Hard to walk away from. I don't watch any more than 15 minutes. That's right. Let's put a time limit on this news. All right. So we are not walking around wasting a bunch of time and energy and getting in our fields. I've never watched the news. Lies and propaganda. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Right? So let's not do that. The next bad habit that's out there that we all know and we can fall prey to is drinking our calories. Drinking our calories. So I literally, okay, was with my mom on... 
what day was that? Before I flew back here, I think it was Friday. Friday morning, I go to the dealership with her. The back of her trunk thing, it wasn't opening up, you know, like it should. So she had to turn it in. Don't you know that the person that was helping her, and this is, mind you, y'all, at 8 o'clock in the morning, had two bottles of Mountain Dew sitting on his desk. Okay? I said, so you going to drink uh, those Mountain Dews? He, yeah, I drink these Mountain Dews. Straight up. I'm like, I'm like one Mountain Dew got 150 calories in it. Now, unless you on a diet that requires for you to gain weight, but I know my slave queens in here, most of us are in the ages between 30 and 50 years old, and we don't need extra calories. And we definitely don't need to be drinking our calories. All right. Now, I know the wine. Okay. Believe me, I like a good glass of wine every now and again, but I'm not drinking a bottle of wine every night like some folks do. All right. You just drinking up your calories. So let's just think about it. All right. You have one pop a day. You've now added 1,050 empty calories in that week. All right. And that's about 15.6 pounds in a year. Who can afford 15.6 extra pounds in a year? And again, unless you need to gain weight because your doctor has told you that you need to gain weight, you should be staying away from drinking calories. So I'm talking about all them high sugar, sweet calorie drinks, all right? Now, I know... Mary, she put it in here, only calories to drink is my shake. Okay, that's a lie. A glass of wine a week. <laughs> that's right. We got to have our wine. But I'm not talking about, you know, occasional wine. I'm talking about every day you drinking sodas. Every day, day you drinking tea with high sugar. Every day you drinking Kool-Aid. You know, all that stuff can lead to some debilitating health problems later on. All right? Like diabetes. Okay? Stuff like that that you don't need. So... We got to get out of that habit of drinking up our calories. The next one is engaging in the self-talk. We going to talk about this all the time, every day, all day, because it is a full-time job to manage our self-talk. All right. But we, we are what we believe. Y'all know that. We are what we believe. Okay. Now, if we believe what we tell ourselves sometimes, all right, because nine out of 10 times, we tell ourselves some things that are negative. And maybe we only give ourselves like one good thing that we're like, oh my gosh, that's, you know, wow. Like one out of nine and 10 other fleeting thoughts that we're not good enough. We can't handle it. You know, we weren't made for this job. You know, we're awful at relationships. We don't know what we're talking about, you know, and on and on and on. You just fill in the blanks, y'all. You know what they are. But we got to make sure that we are building up our confidence instead of eroding our confidence, okay? Nobody wants to go up in an area and feel like they're less worthy, all right? They're not being valued. You're not being seen. They're not being heard, all right? So we got to stop from engaging in negative self-talk. That is a bad habit, all right? So our perception is our reality. And once we say those things to ourselves over and over again, it becomes that way, right? Our, our reality is there. And it may seem harmless, may seem harmless to you, 
But all right, when we start talking about our weight and we start talking about our hair and we start talking about our skin tone and we start talking about, you just name it, all right? That just erodes our self-being. So let's get out of that, right? This is the absolute truth. It sure is. All right, next one is um, <laughs> a bad habit. And this is all, if you just joined us, we are talking about the 2190 rule and it takes 21 days to create a habit and 90 days to create a lifestyle, all right? But we talking about the bad habits that are out there that we really truly need to get after. And maybe one of these things is resonating with one of you and that you're going to write it down and you're going to start making a plan to get rid of it. The next one is going out to dinner regularly, okay? Now, with these high prices out here, let's 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 like, you know, know that it's going to hit our our bank account just a little bit. But if you are in the habit of going out to eat every night, and I know folks that are doing it, believe me, I'm in a neighborhood where I can see people, you know, ordering things, okay? And we all seen it. I see people putting stuff on their doorstep every night. Now I'm talking about Chick-fil-A. Uh, what's the other common persons out here? This Pizza Huts, you know, all the versions of pizza out here. Um, they had this this um, uh, taco place that people are regularly, these, these Greek, you know, wraps that people are getting. Every single day, you got somebody driving up into your driveway and dropping off food or you talking about you went here there and everywhere all week and you ate at these dinners now saturdays are days so on saturdays i usually we usually go out to eat and get something but during the week like my, my husband right now is grilling food you know the grilling the meat and i already did the vegetables and i already did the, the prepping for the week we don't go out and do that why because when you start ordering a bunch of food on a regular basis, not only is it going to hurt, hurt that little bank account, but how about that waistline, y'all? How about that waistline? Because there's more calories out there that you can count that you can't count for. You don't know how they preparing your food, all right? So we got to be mindful, all right? We got to cook at home as much as possible. Get family in the kitchen again. Get used to being in the kitchen. I know some people who have like literally <laughs> stepped away from their kitchens and said, I can't do it anymore. I'm not going to cook now. If you don't cook, like I don't cook all the time, get somebody in your family that does. And that is my husband. He be in there cooking and I know what he's preparing. I know how it's prepared because we've been cooking in the kitchen for a very long time and prepping our meals. All right. So let's, let's get that habit you know, we got to, we got to figure out how we're going to handle that. All right. Next one is, is really about repressing our emotions. Now I know life is not full of rainbows, chocolates, and, and, and all the things out there, you know, unicorns. All right. It can be frustrating. All right. It could be depressing and it could be you know, very much tumultuous, right? Trina said, oh, amen to that. People don't cook anymore. My husband cooks all the time. Thank for that. Amen. Amen for our husbands, all right? Because I'm with you and you know, we don't do the kitchen like that, but they do. Now, I'll cook a thing every now and again, but I'm not in there like he is, all right? And he, he enjoys it, so I let him. 
because he don't like doing these bathrooms and I'm the one doing bathrooms. So it's a give and take, y'all. So anyway, we know that life is not about rainbows, butterflies, unicorns, and chocolate bridges, okay? You're going to have these ups and these downs. But what we can't get into the habit of doing, y'all, is suppressing our emotions, all right, and letting them get the best of us. Do you think, okay, let's go take it to Will Smith, all right? I'm, I am 100,000% sure he had been repressing some emotions for a very long time. And then he go up there, and when he did that, it was like, what in the world is going on? Not Will Smith. Not Will Smith. All right? But what I came to find out from listening to all these different things, right, about how he is and how he was and stuff like that, he more than likely was repressing his feelings and they were bottling up for a long time. And Chris Rock, he was just there and he was the receiver of, you know, his end of his hand to his face. And it wasn't right, all right? But sometimes that's what happens. The ugly comes out when we don't handle our emotions right. So this is why I continually say we got to make sure that we are recognizing our emotions. We got to be journaling things out. We've got to be talking it out. We got to go and seek professional help if we need to. And we have to cleanse our souls and lighten up our hearts, okay? Because what happens when this world, and this is a crazy and it could be a cruel world out here, people can get their emotions tied up so quickly that when they are ready to like let it go, it's just like a full force and they don't know how to handle it. So I'm just letting y'all know, right? Maybe folks need to start writing more, write a book, write a book <laughs> about your emotions and do, do something like that instead of going out and physically harming people or verbally harming people. It's just not right, y'all. All right, and the last thing that we are going to stop doing is putting ourselves last, okay? Putting ourselves last. And you know I say this every single time, but it's very important for us to understand when we don't make ourselves a priority, and I mean all the way a priority, Things just not right. Things don't line up right. Many of us are so stressed out. And we got all these to-do lists out here, y'all. All right, they they those lists are eating us up alive. Those lists are just endless and ongoing over and over. I okay, I screamed this from the rooftop. Hashtag you first. That's right, Mary. You know, Mary, we we align me sisters. You know, we soul sisters up in here because that's what we do on a regular basis. And without any thought to it, everybody around me knows this, right? Everybody knows. It is the true Trina. Everybody knows. If you know, I'm like, like you said, I'm literally about to post a video on my channel about this exact thing. That's right. We post it all day, every day. Everybody around here adjusts. Okay, the same is in my husband, he wants to work out and he wants to have his time or whatever. That's what he's doing and he's putting his needs first, right? And I know that. And then he sees me doing what I'm doing. He's like, look, I ain't messing with her because if she don't get that in, she don't get her exercise, her journaling, her meditating, all the things that she has on a regular routine, in her morning routine, she gonna be off and I'm gonna catch it, right? So he's like, I'm not gonna catch all that. So, so babe, do whatever you got to do, right? But we need to make sure, all right, 
that all these things that people are saying to us, like, you know, hey, I need you here. I need you there, right? You got to slow down because they always going to need your partner going to need you. Your kids are going to need you. Your work people are going to need you, you know, and we feel like we, we can't let anyone down. That's how we feel sometimes. Like we can't let anyone down right now. But in the meantime, we suffering, okay, and working ourselves to death, literally. And I'm not going out like that, <laughs> and you shouldn't either. Okay, so those are some of the common habits, right? Those are some of the common habits that are out there that we need to look at because the 2190 rule is I'm a recovering people, people pleaser. Still a struggle to say now, but it's important. Yes. Yeah, like I'm it's important to say no because a no is a full sentence. All right. And I'll say no in a heartbeat because I even if I think that I can, I'll be like, yeah, no, because I got too much other stuff going on right now. Maybe tomorrow. All right. But not right now. I got I got other things going on. So we are identifying these habits and then we're going to make a plan, y'all. We're going to sit down and we're going to make a plan. We're going to list down the habits that we want to quit and then we're going to write down the habits we want to develop. And then we make a plan on how we want to go about and achieving them goals. And then we're going to stay positive throughout this whole entire process. We're going to stay positive. All right, no negative Nellies out here trying to like steal the shine. That is not who we are. We are positive people. And anytime a negative thought occurs to us and we feel that we're not going to make it, we got to try to take our mind off of it and do something else. And how can we do that, right? Well, think of a person that you love or your favorite foods or you know something else you know in your mind create an image that is pleasing to you and don't fixate on the end result until you get it okay it's all about the journey it's all about the journey and you got to trust the process trust the process Next, we got to take these small steps. Stop trying to do everything all at once, y'all. It's just not going to happen. All right. I've learned over and over again. I've had many a times where I'm just like, okay, I'm going to stop. Like, okay, one of my bad habits, y'all, is eating pretzels. Now, you may say, oh, pretzels is low fat, but, da, 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 da. but it's a bread. And um, I like, I like, um, things that are crunchy, all right? So pretzels is one of those things. Well, I don't buy a bag of pretzels until Saturday, okay? Now, on Saturday, I will eat as many pretzels as I want because it's my cheat day, so I'll just eat whatever I want. But then I get in the habit sometimes during the week, be like, oh, I'll just have five or six pretzels. No, Rochelle, that ain't on your diet plan. You ain't supposed to be eating. You know, I'm not I'm really on a diet. It's not my healthy lifestyle plan. So stop eating all that, right? But I have to take the small steps. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe I don't eat the 10 or so. Maybe I'll just eat the five, like I said, right? So that's what I'm really doing is eat like five pretzels so I can stop eating them because at the end of the day, they do put on a little more weight and I'm like, okay, I need to kind of stop, right? This is why, okay, when people go to the gym, you, this is how, how I know when people just start like on January 1st, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to go and lose 10 pounds. And then 
come on February. Where are these folks? Where are you? You up in here talking about I'm going to lose 10 pounds or whatnot. And then you stop doing it because you were focused too much on the big thing instead of saying, hey, I'm just going to come in here and try to get healthier. All right. I'm just going to come in here and just try to walk 15 minutes as opposed to trying to run for 60 minutes. All right. Small steps. You got to be consistent. Okay. Because consistency is the key. And then we got to dedicate about five to 10 minutes to things that we actually love to do. What is it that you truly love to do? Right. Is it writing? Is it singing? Is it dancing? Is it running? Is it watching, you know, a little bit of TV off? Not a whole lot, but maybe your favorite TV show. All right. Or whatever it is that sparks your joy, whatever that gives you. Right. Five to 10 minutes of that is to dedicate on activity that you love because it sparks joy, right? And it could be a motivator for the other tasks that you're trying to get after as well. So that tonight is the 2190 rule. It takes 21 days to create a good habit. And I'm talking about good habits. I'm not talking about these bad habits out here. All right. Because we just went through a whole list of bad habits. Okay. And then it takes 90 days to create a lifestyle all right 90 days of good habits to create it in now to a lifestyle and we just got to identify those habits make a plan stay consistent take those small steps that are necessary to get there and then you know perhaps do five to ten things a ten minutes a day of something that you actually love to do all right I know I'm doing that now all right so and if you are still in the military you want to see the people that are in this, this um, thread right now are mostly people who are either retired or soon to be retired. And take it from us. We're trying to give you some advice out here, all right? Making sure, all right, that you live your life to the fullest, all right? And you live it out more abundantly than you ever had before, all right? And that's all that is on this show, we are talking about how to stay ready to be ready, how to lead out loud, create a sense of family, sense of community, and know you, me, we are built to last up in here. And so that is the hashtag Slay to Success show tonight. Thank you all for coming in and stopping in and tuning in and conversating with me tonight. I will see you all on Tuesday night around 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Enjoy the weather that we're having this week. If you have a hashtag, you know, um, that you want to put in here, please put in a hashtag of how you're feeling, right? And then thank you, Mary. Thank you. And then making sure, right, that you keep on slaying until you can't slay no more. Hashtag slay. Good night, y'all. See you soon. Love y'all.